over 13 months ago, I and a group of pilgrims had the opportunity to stand in virtually all the places uh, mentioned in today's account of the Passion. And while I never doubted the words of the evangelists, in a different way, it made Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem, which we heard in the first gospel, and his passion and death become even more real. As we stood at the top of the, the spot where Jesus entered into the city and looked across the Kidron Valley to the Temple Mound, it was easy to imagine the crowds that greeted Jesus as he came into his, into his city, as Mark claims it in his gospel. But then one can't help but wonder, how could those same people who welcomed him with shouts of Hosanna to the Son of David, how could they in so short a time turn their backs on him and wait for him to be put to death? We walked that winding road down that steep incline to the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus prayed that the Passover, the cup might pass from him, but not his will, but God's will be done. We looked at those very same olive trees that he and Peter, James, and John prayed or slept under, as the case may be. We then made our way back up across the Kidron Valley to the upper room and to the house of Caiaphas. We prayed together Psalm 88 in the very spot that Jesus was imprisoned overnight. And again, we looked out at across, across the Kidron Valley to the place of execution. The story of the Passion is very real to all of us, or it's at least very familiar to all of us, because we hear it every year. We grow up with it. And yet we sometimes wonder how God could be so cruel as to let his only begotten son die in such a cruel way. But it's out of an act of pure love that this event happens in history. It's out of pure love that this event happens every time that we celebrate the Mass. God not only loved His only begotten Son, but He loves all of us. And He knew that by, there was no way that we, by our own merit, could gain eternal life. And the only way that we could achieve salvation was for His Son to take on the burden of our sinfulness to take on all the ills and the woes of the world in times past, in the present, and in the future. To take them on himself 
and to offer his life for us. As we enter now into for what is for us the holiest of weeks, and we prepare to celebrate the memorial of the, the Last Supper on, on Holy Thursday, to listen again to the Passion according to John on Good Friday and to venerate the cross, to celebrate Christ leaving the tomb on the Mass at Easter Vigil and Easter Sunday, Let's take time to reflect on where we have come from this Lent. How have we grown deeper in relationship with the Christ? What do we still need to work on so that we can continue that relationship? And how have we proclaimed Jesus Christ to others inside of our family and outside?